Nemo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Burn my lip. Okay. It's not a herpes. Oh, man. We wrote on you on Sunday. Yeah, you about did, dickhead. Live and direct from Emo Brown Studio at 259 3rd Avenue, Chula Vista. Bro, they already tried to blow up your car once. Why are you giving people the address? You know what? It's about time I release the footage. You keep saying that. I've been saying that for two months. Get out of your fields. Release it. Did you hear about this? They try to somebody ace. tried to ace Rothstein my ass, bro. Like, oh, uh, shit. yeah. So I was like driving around. I have a, a I had fuck. I still speak I in the present tense, bro. Paz descanse para los compitas. Um, I had a Bronco, bro, restored, fucking clean as shit, and I would run, do my errands. I don't drive it everywhere. Like I would go from the house to the brewery, so two blocks, and then from the brewery to the fucking bar, uh, five blocks, you know. And then we'd come back and blah blah blah. So yeah, somewhere along the way, somebody fucking put something in my car and it exploded. What? Nobody did that shit, bro. My shit just there was <laughs> there was loose oh. cables in the engine and it just fucking like, exploded. That's a different kind of brown neighborhood. Yeah, bro. We we getting, we getting down. It, it was crazy. Before I introduce our next guest, an influencer, a comedic genius. Ah, booty's not big enough for him. Caesar Torres, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Hey, bro. St. Paul Sinaloa up in this motherfucker. Whenever you bring, whenever you join me, like to co host some shit, I feel like we're bringing in somebody big. Last time you did it, it was fucking Woodsy. Drop dick. You dropped it. We did. I still get, people really like that episode. I mean, he, what's not to like, man? That guy's great. He's, he's a crazy white boy. And well, then, then I took a step down and, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Let's pay the bills first. This uh, episode, as all of our episodes are brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper. Where can you find them? GHBuds.com. Before 930. Wake and bake. 15% off Wake and Bake. Uh, go ahead and miss that at Wake and Bake and get that 15% with Emo Brown as well. We're just here to get you high, bro. All we want to do is That's get it. you high. Medicinal, um, recreational, whatever you need. The tinctures, the grass, the vapes. If they're brick and mortars opening in a week. So oh, in a week, finally? See, dude, yes. I think oh. they're going to open on April 20th. 420. How fucking oh crazy. feel like there's something, a hidden message. It's a, big, it's a big deal because they're the only legal dispensary in Chula Vista. Chula Vista is the large, second largest city in the county of San Diego. Because so that's fucking huge, bro. Plenty of illegal ones have been closed already. A lot. Up until last week, <laughs> motherfuckers, I follow a, a webpage called Dago TV, bro. And they kind of like, they, they just pinpoint, oh, here's another dispensary that just got shut the fuck down. Damn. Today here with us. A young man, a jovial young fellow, somebody who's joining us from Riverside, California, where there's no river and it's all side, Antonio Sanchez. Welcome to the podcast, bro. Wait, wait. Oh. Uh, oh. Antonio Sanchez. Where we might know you from is a couple of things. We, well, this, I feel like the beer geeks are going to fucking lose their titties on this one. Uh, they are, man. They, but they don't throw panties. They throw like- Hops. <laughs> They throw wort. <laughs> they wrangle it. They, 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 they throw their old uh, sweaty brewery shirts. Antonio yeah. Sanchez, tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself, brother. Uh, I'm a, um, uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, for the for the beer geeks and all that goodness. I'm from, uh, uh, I, I started Wart Wrangler. I guess that's my thing. Uh, I try to, I try, I, can't, I I don't know. I'm pretty low key about it, but yeah, no, I'm having Bitch, fun. Bitch, you're wearing a shirt that says, I am Wart Wrangler. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> At me, I was like, "That's that's very low key, fool." And the hat says, "Follow me." Yeah, at Wart Wrangler. DM me for promos. What the fuck, dog? That's not very low key. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, um, people. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, I, uh, everybody asks me what's my favorite job in the industry, and I always say, being a professional fuck off. That's what I am. Wart Wrangler started it off being a, a salty motherfucker, just pissed off in the industry, and then from there, I just. Uh, uh, just, just kept it going, kept, kept the heat. And, uh, now we're, you know, now I'm slanging fruit purees to breweries. Bro, we and have a dude. fucking pallet or not a pallet, but like 10 cases of that shit downstairs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, so you've <laughs> branched out from many things, but let's take yeah. people back to a day of yesterday. Where did Antonio Sanchez come from? Where does he reside from? What brought you to the lovely San Diego? Um, I came from, uh, I'm from the IE. Uh, we're known for, um, you know, downtown Riverside and meth. Boom. <laughs> Dude, 
Redlands, fucking Little Xan, and Chai Fleming Hot Cheetos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Redlands, all that stuff. Uh, I was from, uh, yeah, born and raised Riverside, California, Inland Empire, uh, you know, um, and then after that, we just, we just wanted, uh, we wanted more and wanted to get some more opportunity and just fucking came to, came to North Park, San Diego. Well, I, I went around San Diego first. I was in like East County and all that stuff, did my little thing. And then eventually, uh, live somewhere where I wasn't scared to walk outside it. Well, that's weird. People usually leave to get to make a better life for themselves to LA, not to San Diego. San Diego's like, we're like that little sleepy town. Like you got to know somebody that lives here that it's a fucking appealing city. Yes. I love our city. Yeah. I have it on my fucking back. But dog. it's not. But it's not LA. I'm, 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 I feel like a lot of people from here go to LA to blow their shit up. So what is it that you wanted to do and exploit and be? What is, you you have a comedic background. Yeah. So you yeah. just felt that there was opportunity in San Diego to blow that shit up? It was, it was half and half. It was like going to the beer industry. Uh, which I, you know, uh, it's been a big chunk of, uh, work for me was being in the beer industry. Uh, I've done multiple jobs in it. Uh, love it. It's, it's the shit. And, um, that's how I met the guy. I, when I was yeah. at Hess, uh-huh. yeah. I used to cover sales, big fans, North County, Orange County, Inland Empire, LA. I was doing all that shit. And yeah, I remember, bro. We're going to bring some. You were the on. one Mexican that was fucking allowed to drive beer around all of fucking Southern California. <laughs> I was the one Mexican. You were that guy. Yeah, without yeah. getting stopped at the checkpoint. And um, he got signed on to take care of that Northern Territory. And I got to do a bunch of ride alongs with him. I would meet him up in Temecula, drop off beer yeah. samples, and do events. We actually met at the. Uh, the Cask Festival. You guys did that once right there in Anaheim. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> you personally did not do it, but your company. Did. El Compita Ivan. He was the one who. I think he went with little small hands Danny. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's how I met this guy, man. So yeah. yeah. So your career in beer started at Hess. Uh, no, oh. no, no. It started. Uh, I, I actually, I, I normally, oh, Hess is, I'll make an exception. But I've, I've done, it's, it's fucking random all over the place with like what I've done. I've done, I've been a brewer. I've been sales. Uh, I've even been tap room. I've just, I've just like the industry is definitely fucking saturated me, but, um, no, no. So I, I've I've been in a few. I purposely don't say the old breweries I've been with just because I can say say it, you coward. <laughs> so I can so I can say all the stories and shit. Yeah, uh, well, later you, on down the you line, you publicly shit on one of them the other day. So. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, hiding them. that one anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. I, I this guy done. went up and hit him yeah. up part two. Came out on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Duh. I don't. I don't support. I don't support. Uh, can I say it? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't support black market. I, I don't think black market. Uh, I, I love the people. I love uh, the brewers. Work their ass off. But uh, ownership. I'm not. I'm not with you, man. God damn it, bro. We just. That's how I feel about three punks. I just. Yeah. Right. I just had a fucking. <laughs> Somebody else, we had a guest come on and fucking shit on another brewery, and I'm gonna, I got heat for it. Now you're gonna yeah. fucking do it. Now Black Market's gonna come my way, yeah, and yeah, yeah. blow up my fucking Volvo, bro. <laughs> shit, well, who shit Dude, on that, that owner, he's 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 got like FBI background and stuff. Does it really? I uh, think does. The I'm Black like, Market guy? Dude, I'm scared right now. Like I might be like you're gonna have to clean this bench after. Oh I get my off. god, what did you do, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm not. I personally I haven't done nothing to the guy, but I mean he just scares me. He's just that guy. Like oh, he's Mexican and it's law enforcement naturally. Naturally, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like an even smaller, browner guy. So you know, it's like when you get one of those at the border when you're crossing the customs agent, small little Mexican dude is like, "Where are you from?" Like, like, bitch, motherfucker, here, what? Like, your your accent is worse than mine. Like, why are you questioning my citizenship? Where the fuck you from? While we're while we're on the subject, where are you from? Damn, Uh, that's what I've learned uh, lately about our industry, bro. It's very sensitive. I mean, people are people are angry. As you should be, you should be very proud of where you work and what you've done and what you've accomplished to get to where you are and the accolades and everything that comes with it. But God forbid somebody says something a little crazy, dog, because a little, a little, a little pushback and, and people get, they get very thin skin, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, you've, they, you've made a career on shitting on brewers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Having fun. I mean, just shitting on the shitty parts of, of brewing. Like my, my, my rule has always been, if it's not to make motherfuckers laugh, then what am I doing it for? Uh, I probably- Personal have, growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I probably- Therapy. I've probably done like a couple, couple of times, I guess I've just been meaner than I should have. But like, I mean, other than that- Motherfucker like, a couple of times? A couple, <laughs> Couple of times. I can think of a couple of times you shit on me. So let's not. <laughs> I think it's a couple of times. So for those I mean, who are new yeah, to yeah, this yeah. area, uh, follow at Wart Wrangler at Instagram, and you can catch up with all of the shitting that he does on a daily basis. Yeah, we it's, make fun of everywhere from you know just um, breweries and you know just from just everyday brewer back shit. Back of house, uh, front to, of house. Yeah, back of house, front of house, as well as being a home brewer. Oh fuck! Like, I should ask. Wait, have have I have we been made fun of? Uh, 
I don't think three oh, punks thank God, dog. Think, oh, three punks Even though cool. one of your brewers was the uh, the dude getting roasted, brew the brewers, brew the yeah. brewer. Yeah, that's right. We right. Uh, oh, brew the brewers coming back, folks. Yeah. So part of a uh, part of uh, something I've been super like just fortunate to to get a start going. Um, brew the brewer. It's a uh, event, comedy event that we have. Um, pretty much like I bring the heat with my comics, I host it. And then we also uh, do two people in the industry roast each other afterwards. And uh, yeah, the last one we did, it was a uh, year old brewer. Yeah. <laughs> El Pichi Banda. Yeah. 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 Going up against Mr. Settings on himself. Yeah. Oh, was it against Embry. Josh Embry? Who won? Josh. I mean, there's not really a... Oh, there's, there's always a fucking winner. No, bro. There was a winner, but I think I was too trash to remember. Like this, this time, <laughs> I though, you, it's I legit. I'm spending yes, a whole were. 1995 on a toy champion belt. We're going to know Damn, who's going to get the belt. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Because like, they roast each other, and then the comics that he brings on roast them. So at the end of the day, there, there's there's no winners except for the audience. Well, this is an unfair advantage on your part, Antonio. I mean, you set up a, uh, an Instagram page that is dedicated solely to shitting on the industry in a good, fun <laughs> having, way, bro. Yeah, in a, in a fucking fun time. But you come with a comedic background, bro. So you, it's like <laughs> you just come in real quiet in your North Park attire. You know, you got your little fucking your, your skinny jeans and you've got your flannel. And, it's, you know, actually for the <laughs> listeners, it's shorts that fall above the knee. OK, get it right. That's I can't say North- shit, dog. I'm doing the same. <laughs> I right I'm doing one. the same oh, fucking was, thing. Oh, man. Uh, uh, one of my gay buddies who's like big on fashion taught me that trick. You can't wear shorts that fall below the knee. Or then it just like you're Mexican. You know, yeah. you're not tall. Dude, I, <laughs> they end up being short pants. <laughs> exactly. Damn, I can't say shit. But that's what I would <laughs> <laughs> you, Your, your you size is to. weird. Your size is, you I, I feel to. like you're a 38, 28. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like a little walking al bro. <laughs> Tell me I didn't nail your fucking yeah, size. No. <laughs> that's a, that's a good little sexy pet name. Oh, okay. Get, get, get thirty-eight twenty-eight. Hey, thirty-eight twenty-eight. I, 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 think, no, I was saying, that. I was getting uh, the walking one guy. The walking one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only OnlyFans oh, just shit. to use that name. Saint Paul Sinaloa, also known as the walking one guy. Yeah. Oh, that sounded so like just strip club DJ right there. Coming next to the stage, gentlemen, let's give it up for the walking one guy. And then Tool starts playing in the background. Bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 Chalino or Mano? Nah, bro, you ain't at that level, bro. So, man, you are an unfair, like, advantage where you shit on things, but you come from a place of funny. Yeah, yeah, try to, try to. I mean, it's just... The, like, let's be honest. Like, the industry takes itself too seriously. Extremely serious. Oh too serious. Extremely too serious. Too seriously these days. And I'm here. Everyone is a god at what they do. Yeah, you're no, a fucking, no. you need my liquor. You need my beer. Exactly. Everybody needs it. My 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 job is to just be a professional fuck off and remind everybody to just shut the fuck up. Uh, stop taking yourself so goddamn serious. And, you know, whether, whatever it is you're trying to do, just like, you know, you're, do you realize, like, it's just social media, like, you know, uh, from everywhere, from, from, from the beer, taking yourself too industry too seriously from the you know you have so many different social characters online that is just are so into themselves and believe they're just the god's gift to the planet so you know hey we have one of those here <laughs> the box checked <laughs> poor kevin hey yeah. no man i want to learn more i love what you're doing at work wearing learn i want to learn about that yeah. but my selfish side man Stand-up comedy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's some shit that takes a lot of balls and a lot of practice because you just can't go up there and free ball it. I mean, I feel like you can, but it takes a a, next level talent to do that. How did Uh, you get started? What what prompted you? Obviously, without knowing you, (laughs) but knowing what you do, you're Mexican. Yeah. You probably have a big family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of fucking material in-house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, big family, lots of drama. Uh, that's why. The old, I, I was telling you earlier, like... Um, I only fear the, the only time I ever get or the only thing that ever makes me nervous, the idea that gets me nervous about stand up is ever having to perform in front of family, which they never have seen. me. have always it's always strangers or friends or whatever. Ask me, no, 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 I'm going to. Win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. I think my dad would sue me if he knew the things that I said about him. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, pretty I mean, sure. In all fairness, though, he gave up on you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, but, I mean, that he didn't mean go to it. the store for cigarettes and never come back. <laughs> uh, DC. No, no, he was there. He just, you know, he just uh, oh not, man yeah that's uh, my but dad. yeah no just that's your daddy <laughs> coming up from uh yeah you know how it goes i mean mexican families we're not perfect we got we, we we're, we're fucked up <laughs> yeah we're everything but perfect bro yeah 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 so um yeah no just doing that uh working up to it uh being around and just notice like comics um 
uh, my whole life, like just growing up and seeing, uh, just seeing the like, it's it sounds gross, like attention. But I mean, it's like, but seeing the positive things they yeah. bring, it's like they work for their attention. You know what I mean? They're not, you know, like like I think I think that's what really. Um, at first, I just saw everybody happy. You're I a guess. performer, yeah, 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 and you crave you crave the laugh. And I feel exactly. like that you that's that laugh, that yeah. ultimately is like that's what's going to lead you to, from like going up after bombing because everyone bombs. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. My first set ever, I bombed hard, Oof, like I. really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and, and, it, and it lit a fire into me. I wasn't, I didn't get that feeling of I don't want everyone to do this again. I got the feeling of I need to do this. Again. Yeah, I need to prove it. And yeah, I ain't first, going out like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time I ever like actually got laughs and stuff, I was like addicted. And after that, it was just nonstop just um and then yeah like i was just talking about this last podcast like once the page came on it just turned into this weird hybrid of being like the comic in the beer industry and uh using the page for evil because like some of the comedy clubs would have these contests of like who can get the most likes we'll get a guaranteed set oh stuff. fuck yeah and so i would just abuse the shit out of them yeah 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 <laughs> and then they would tell like well one night then uh the host came up to me like look bro um like you keep winning, so we're, we're, we we can't do the contest anymore. <laughs> you ruined the contest. Everybody's mad. <laughs> but when did that switch click? Like, what, was it a comic you were watching? Was it something you were listening to? When you said, "That's what the fuck I want to do." Oh yeah, well it was. Uh, my mom was supposed to feed me dinner, but she was busy watching. So, <laughs> um, uh, John Leguizamo. I'm like, fuck. What? What? What's What's so good about this guy? And you know, even John Leguizamo was an actor primarily, but he had this one man show. Yeah. 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 And that that was my like turn moment of like, holy shit, like the attention he grabs and like he can just, but the way he told stories, the way he made everything just hilarious. Like, Storytellers, I, I bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, And you know what, man? Mexicans, I know John Logazama is not Mexican, but Mexicans as a whole, we're fucking storytellers, bro. Yeah. What happens when we start pounding some caguamas, bro? As soon as the Carta Blanca comes out Valido. and then like, let's just say like, I would come into the room and I'm little, Nico, hey, come here, sit down, come on. I want to tell you about your daddy where he grew up. And I was like, oh shit, you know, it's like, we're just storytellers and, and we just like to like relive shit and retell the same story with different twists and for some dumbass reason there we are just like <laughs> yeah 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 because that is such a running joke and stereotype but it's the most truthful one that like that's at a mexican party there's always going to be that drunk uncle the yeah. cousin and all they want to do is fucking rip crack on people yeah, yeah yeah crack that's, on people fool that's, that's, yeah. i was i was the, the the topic of cracking many years and i feel like that's what kind of ultimately led me i want to do that you know yeah. so then i started yeah. shitting on people you know <laughs> but uh, in low key that was always a fucking a fantasy of mine, bro, to, to be a stand-up comic, to go up there. But that shit just is, is very intimidating. So, I mean, it, it kudos is. to you, bro, to get oh. up there and fucking just go and, and you're naked up there. <laughs> you're vulnerable. There's nobody. There's nobody there with you to fucking like, hey, oh, that was funny, right? It's like, no. It's like you bomb it's, and you succeed as one. It's weird, man. And it, transi it transitions to the page. Like, uh, I know some people just like, some people will think differently when it comes to like posting shit, like, you know, I, I literally look at the likes like it's laughs. So if it doesn't you do should, too well, for sure. I, I just, it just doesn't, I take it off. So do you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. So I have when I look at Wurt Wrangler, I'm looking at the best of the best. This is the upper well, yeah. echelon of fucking yeah. material that Unless, I'm going to put I mean, out. And then that's the point of following oh, me of yeah. seeing when, when I bomb and shit, when seeing those, seeing those things that just don't work. And uh, I have a certain quota that, yeah, a certain uh, photo or, you know, not photo, but uh, post has to meet. And if they don't meet it, I'd fucking, I drop it. Fucking guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. I have to. It keeps, keeps everything fresh, keeps the algorithm going, keeps me and people's algorithms to, to not just be posting bullshit. Uh, yeah, dude. There's no better thing for you to do as a comedian, like um, to set up this fucking page. The yeah. Word Wrangler page is like it, it's just your, your your message board. It's like you go up hey. there and you just promote fucking whatever you're promoting. But more importantly, like you just like you're cracking on people, honing, honing your craft. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I feel like that's it's stand up all twenty four seven. It's yeah, always there for people that, to view. And then the the podcast. I have, I have a podcast called The Mash Pit. That that one's been another. Tell really us about that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mash Pit. It came about. It came, it's quarantine, baby. It came out quarantine beginning. Uh, it's going. It's about to be a year. Hell yeah. Um, super. Just uh, yeah. Like I just I just you know I wanted to take. I knew I knew the page would. I wanted it to be more. The, the page was at first an outlet, and then once I started seeing the traction that like that it started picking up I, I thought okay like well what's next from here what can i do to entertain people next and that's where the mash pick came into play um yeah it's just been it's just been just me fucking off <laughs> i think people don't really understand how big the word wrangler is no i mean in the 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 guests that you've been able to wrangle in oh, <laughs> you're not worded 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for real, man, like, you know, like I was fortunate enough to join you, like when you had Zane Lamprey oh, on and we, yeah, Zane was fun. Dog, I mean, just you, you pull some big names, you have some big name sponsors. Like, it's insane to watch you from a personal level, like to see where your background and where your career is, and watch you envelop those into like your passions and create something like this and watch it. Did you through. expect this when you set up the Wurt Wrangler? No, I just expected to piss people off. I uh-huh. was just angry. <laughs> I was just. What a- made you angry, Fu Calmalo? <laughs> I was just. Uh, I brewed. Ooh, I, I brewed. I brewed some uh, some batches of beer at a uh, at a at a brewery. That let's put the guessing game. All right, <clears throat> all right. So you are a brewer in this industry. How long now? Oh, uh, I've been I've been in the industry since like 2012. 2012. All right, yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah. a long time. Eight yeah. years, nine years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. East County, North County, Central, San Diego. Where are we at? Oh, I we're gonna do that. We're, we're gonna, gonna do that we're, game, we're gonna, bro. The, See, I'm gonna uh, cheat because I know something. I'm, I'm just gonna. Say gonna shit. Yeah, he knows. I know you worked at Hess. He knows. Oh yeah, Hess. But I, I did sales at Hess. I didn't brew there. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. So you've obviously worked at Black Market. Yeah, you probably brewed there. I I, uh, I can't confirm nor deny. That fucking stutter at the end <laughs> says otherwise. Can't confirm. Right. Nor, can't confirm nor. But How many breweries long, did you work long at? Long story short, though, what happened was uh, I brewed some batches of beer. They were tasting good. Everything was fine. Then I know I forgot something. Mm. My fucking paycheck. And I was like, where? Where's my paycheck? And I stopped getting a paycheck. And then that was like, how the fuck is this person gonna let me make this much beer? This much? You know, all this times passed. I'm like, and like I was at first. It was like first couple weeks but okay cool i'm just I'm, I'm on payroll like i get it i get it you know i get what's going on and then after that it's like uh you know four Bro, how long weeks. did you go out how long did you go without getting paid uh, like probably three four weeks and i'm like what's the fuck's going on here <laughs> and then i left uh oh i finished a beer but i left like is that um, a common occurrence at a brewery real talk dog it happens you, you've worked at a few of it them happens it happens yeah it happens yeah i mean there's, i there's, hear about it yeah has that ever happened to you no. Okay. I've been pretty fortunate that, I mean, it's never happened to me, but I've heard about it, man. I've yeah. never missed payroll. And I always, wait, where's somebody gave me a piece of wood. That's a knock on dog. <laughs> Fucking first time using it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it sounds silly, but as, as a business owner, dude, as like a small business owner, I pride on myself on these things. Yeah. Like never miss payroll, bro. Like these yeah. are things that you got. These are your obligations. Don't fucking... Don't open a business if you can't afford to fucking upkeep the business. So, oh yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Ah, oh, so yeah, you and everyone hits their bumps and grinds, but yeah, there's there's got to. I don't know. I just I just learned not to trust anybody that has a big gulp before seven in the morning. Oh, oh shit! Now you got to research that. Fuck, God damn it, dog! <laughs> How many breweries did you work at? Uh, I don't know. Like, did you work at Helms? Eight, no. Is this brewery still open? <laughs> Yes and no, actually. Oh, all right. Ooh, that's easy then, dog. We're going to figure this bitch out. Stop winking at me, Caesar. Because <laughs> I already know. So it's safe oh, to say that this unnamed brewery is the brewery that pretty much gave you the fucking jump off point to create Wurt Wrangler. Or if not that, at least like, gave you a lot of was, material. That was like the, uh, that was the, yeah, that was the tip of the iceberg for me. That was like, that's it. I need to fucking vent some way. Uh, yeah, that, that was, that was, that was that. <laughs> oh man, dog. Well, you know what? There's two sides to this story. There's this, th- we got to thank that brewery for giving you all of the material to jump off and create Wurt Wrangler and well, it ultimately- just them though. It's definitely breweries I was at before. So how sure. many did you work at? Uh, There's a lot of disgruntled breweries or uh, employees at breweries. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, I mean, with every brewer or every person in the beer industry, definitely like, they know how it goes. You, you hop around, hop around quite a bit sometimes. Um, but I think, no, I mean, it wasn't like solid eight or nine. I Jesus think. Christ. Yeah. 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 Eight or nine. You call that. me a brewery whore. Damn. Yeah. Brujo. <laughs> El pinche brujo. Yeah. Like Mind you though, dog. some of those have been in there in the same time. Like it's like you go and you brew some spot, but then you go and you go and, and work a tap room at the same time, you know, cause like, yeah. You gotta like, make ends meet. Knowing what you know now, would you go back? Do you, you're currently still employed by a brewery? Yeah. yeah. What brewery are you currently employed by? Oh, uh, currently. <laughs> Uh, we are, uh, you know, home base is a uh, creative creature brewing. Oh shit! Oh fuck! Homie brain, ladies and gentlemen, creative creature brewing, one of our favorite breweries here in San Diego. Fuck, that hurt my soul, bro. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, but 
What do we do? Are we, are we talking about the elephant in the room? Or, or? Yeah, tell us. I mean, I, I we pissed off a creative creature, uh, you know, because it is an industry where, yeah, you know, people wear their emotions on their sleeves. And, you know, and you and do. I are a lot of the same in that sense. Like, yeah. you know, we do shit that we don't, I'm not trying to actively piss people off, yeah, but yeah, sometimes yeah, you, yeah. you, you're part of something that pisses somebody off. And I was casual, yeah. but I was like, I had no idea that happened. I guess I should have stood up and said, hey, you watch yourself. <laughs> you know, the, my, my friend brews there and, and it's a great brewery. And, you know, and we do, we, we, we've worked with them. We've, we've brewed yeah. with them. We've collabed with them. It's, we'll continue it's, it's to all, do that. It's all fun and games, you know, like, Until somebody Daniel, gets I, 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 I don't, I, I can't say you're not my favorite DJ. I was, I was just playing. You know? Who is your fa least favorite DJ? Least favorite DJ. I don't know. Cause I don't listen to the radio. Nobody listens to the radio. Bro. <laughs> He's shooting fucking little Every little toothpicks. That's <laughs> <laughs> who's your favorite brewery right now? Oh man, uh, right now favorite brewery. I'd have to like like one that I actually go out of my way to pay for. I'd have to go. Are you dropping dick that you don't pay for beer right now? Was that a dick oh, drop? Bro. Oh no, that was not you a dick drop. You should see no, his no. fridge, bro. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Uh, you, you want to see what I got, bro? Fucking frozen burritos you or what, dog? <laughs> there better oh, not dude. be no fucking frozen Shitty burritos in there. You know those? Yes, uh, dude, I got a bunch bro. of those Seven Eleven taquitos things. Oh, bro, hey, yeah. he you can't the, say taquitos. They're they're taquitos. Taquitos. The audacity. Go ahead, spell it. Two. No, hell no, I can't. <laughs> Motherfucker. Let me ask Duolingo. Duolingo, how you spell that? To ask me if I would lead him to the right taco shop when I told him the Tacos Vaquero was going to be here. And he's like, bro, but are they actually good tacos? Oh, come on, guys. Like, Wait, what's your go-to taco shop? We'll get back to this brewery shit. It's we have a little game here sometimes where we like to validate. How Mexican are you? <laughs> okay. No, he's like, if not, bro, like on the way down, you can remember by Tacos El Gordo. Mm, bro, like, first off, you're from Riverside. Your taco experience is lackluster, but welcome to San Diego where you uh, are the, what? Uh, what? Oh, In, I, I, I know. Really? Inland Empire over San Diego tacos? Dude, San Diego scene is trash. Bro, okay. Oh, hell. <laughs> watch your fucking mouth, boy. Okay. There's some heavy hitters. There's some heavy hitters. Give me your heavy hitters. Okay, the heavy hitters in San Diego. Okay, well, first of all, my kitchen. That's the heavy hitter for tacos. You're not going to get better tacos than my kitchen. Why? Who's making them? Me. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. Apart from the being in the beer industry, I actually was a, a cook for years. Nice, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you a well-rounded fella. Classic, classic. We're doing the Mexican thing. Right? How Mexican am I? How Mexican are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's, for me to actually go pay for tacos in San Diego, heavy hitters. He's dropping dick that he doesn't pay for tacos now. What <laughs> yeah, the yeah, fuck, dog? Like we get free. How beer, big is Word Wrangler? What the fuck? He doesn't pay for shit. It's like, what's your favorite house to live? Well, the, the one I live in a house that I actually pay for. Uh, <laughs> Bro, because he says that there's no worthy taco shops in North Park. He says no. Uh, I mean, I see no lies in that statement. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's some that I, f I mean, I'll fuck with fucking Colimas. Colimas is good. That's a drive-through one. I'm fucking yeah, down, you know, down. Uh, El Comal for like sitting down. Eat. That's oh, not like bro, a taco Comal shop. Is I, you I talking about El Comal? Uh, I'll bust that ass right now, yeah. dog. <laughs> so no, tacos no. el gordo, you go to spot or not? Oh, uh, that's uh, yeah. I'd say like that. That's up there for one of the tacos revolution. They're good. They're good. Uh, They're good, really good. Bitch. Your hat is good. They're Forget good. those. Those tacos are stellar. <laughs> <laughs> tacos del vaquero, you haven't had, huh? No. no I, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. They get down. Oh, they, get, they, they fucking yeah, get down. But he had, the, he had the nerve to ask me on the way down here. Oh, bro, I mean, if you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of that. I, I got to say this right now to San Do Diego. It. Uh, carne asada fries are not Mexican food. I'm tired of that standard. I'm tired of Alberto's standard. You it's know, San Diego taco shops, though, bro. You know, yeah. it's that. Look at imitation is flattery. And when motherfuckers are everywhere trying to create the carne asada fries, listen, motherfucker, we know the creator of the carne asada fries. <laughs> it happens to reside at Lolita's taco shop, bro. Like they started it, right? They, they, they found somebody in Calexico that was doing that, putting fries in their shit. And then they brought it back over here and they started doing that, like the California burrito yeah. and then the carne asada fries. So it was like, people like that style, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Me specifically, I don't give a fuck, dog. You know, I, I'll eat whatever. <laughs> I, I eat it all. Um, the taco scene, it is getting a little saturated. It's like the brewery scene. But everybody has their little fucking, yeah. their, their demographic that they like to go, oh, I only go here because it's south of the 54. Motherfucker, oh. that's me. I don't travel <laughs> north of the 54. So whatever goes on in North Park, I really don't know. I mean, what taco, there's city tacos. I mean, yeah. 
Oh, we don't like city tacos? No, it's not that we don't I mean, like no, them. No, no, he, he's talking about like, like traditional yeah, fucking yeah, Cuatro milpas. If I'm going to traditional oh, shit, I'm going bro. to cuatro milpas or I'm going to my grandma's house. You, you, know, what you, know? Like, you know what I like? It's, but it's more normal height. is Mauricio's right there on 32nd. He gets mm. down. Dude, his chile verde is fantastic. I brought you that burrito. One of the first, first times that... We did the podcast. I brought that's, you that. that's how we know we fucking get down, bro. We don't bring like fucking like, you know, words of advice or encouragement or, <laughs> hey, man, keep up the great work. You're killing it. Yeah. We bring fucking burritos, yeah, bro. Burritos, and bro. like, where's that from, fool? It's like, oh, it's una pinche salsa verde burrito, dog. Yeah, yeah, it's carnitas. Yeah. Like, and you know what? It was good. It was yeah. fucking good. Yeah, dude, I oh, all right, fool. How Mexican are yeah. you? Yeah. So, yeah, so this fool, yeah, yeah. he, he needs to try tacos del Valquero, dog. Try it, bro. I mean, if you don't like it, fuck it. Whatever. Yeah, Shit on us, we'll but. We'll see. You're from North Park, bro. You're from fucking North Park. Let's tread let's tread lightly with that shit. What, okay, in San Diego then, what is your go-to taco shop? Like where do I go to buy? Honestly, where do I like my go-to what I go to buy? Like if I'm trying to be lazy, the most lazy I get is I just go to Pancho Villa and I just buy the meat and I just make it myself. That's my guy. You know what? I'm starting to like Antonio, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It took uh, it took 30 minutes, but we're here. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> So ultimately, your work Wrangler has sprouted out a shit ton of opportunities for you to grow your brand, grow yourself, and just be at the pinnacle of where you are. Yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, I mean, aside from just fucking around, having fun, um, you know, I, I, I've been doing labels for uh, other breweries. I've been doing, you know- what, Like artwork. So you, you do the artwork for, for, oh, give me some of those names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can cross off places that aren't going to be on the list that you're shitting on. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I've, I've been doing labels for all over the US and uh, some Australia stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So you're an artist. Yeah. You're a chef. Well, I mean- You enjoy cooking. I enjoy creating shit, I guess. For you, I don't man. like to say artist or chef or any of those terms. I'm just more of a I just I just enjoy creating shit. It's fun. Man, I didn't know, but you're you're perfect for this podcast. I mean, person <laughs> that's what we, we we aspire to bring people who, you know, offer insight to what they do, ultimately like creating things and and, and you are that guy. I mean, you are a renaissance man because I honestly, man, your your fame precedes you. I wasn't a big follower of War Wrangler because I just saw it from time to time. And I was like, oh, okay, that, oh, fuck, that's big. I remember seeing it from the get-go. And um, ultimately, it, it kept going and getting bigger and getting more popular to what it is now. So it's like, I'm a nothing, bro. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm just a little Mexican from the hood and I just pay attention. <laughs> no, honestly, here, you know, it's like, I, I don't, I try not to create any waves or try not to do anything. I'm just kind of like living in the fold. But yeah, your name always comes up. You know, I know our my, our uh, brewer assistant, he's all about Wart Wrangler, Hell you yeah. know? So I don't know if when you were out there, if he realized who you were, because he was very, very like chill, very like, oh, hey, hey, what's up, guy? You know, <laughs> so it's like, that's pretty awesome. And another thing I've realized, some of you guys, some of you influencers are the antithesis of what an influencer aspires to be. Some of you motherfuckers like to live incognito. You know, some some of these influencers, like like the dude from Food's Gone Wild, he likes to live incognito. He doesn't yeah. really like to show who he is. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's leading up to the uh, the grand reveal of who he is. You know, yeah, yeah. You're kind of the same way because I remember initially when when I when I initially heard about War Wranglers, like, oh, who is it? They're like, and I, and people that knew who you were, oh, I can't say, it, bro. I can't. I can't tell you. He he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to let people know. Uh, he's a, he's a president of my foundation. And I wouldn't tell him at first. Yeah, I was like, hey, bro, what's cracking? He's like, nah, bro, it ain't like that. So, at what point did you realize, like, fuck, fuck it, I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell people who I am. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's it, there hasn't really been like a. One Are you still moment. secretive about it? It's it's like a, that's what I'm saying. It's like a half and it's like a it's like a half ass thing. It's like in and out. Like of course, people out of the state have no fucking clue I am. I mean, like, hey, cause well, motherfucker, I'm gonna take a picture of you right now, <laughs> and I'm about to oh, fucking put it no, on the Evo no. Brown website. Uh, and I like, gotta stay. He, he doesn't uh, like the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, okay, I well, don't off. look at me. I hold off on pictures. Okay, well, don't look at me. We'll put, <laughs> but look at me real quick. We'll, we'll Photoshop the, the boom. Over I'll put it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there he is, the Wurt Wrangler. Oh, jeez, dude, he looks like uh, producer George. Like he looks like fucking Georgie. People are going to think George has always been the word ring. Like, I, think, I think when we post that picture, we should post the way he posts on his uh, his stories. And it's always the little hop over his head. Oh, like the logo. Yeah. Done. Like we'll it, do we, that. We gave him his name. We gave him their voice. They still don't get to see him. Figure yeah. it out. Figure it out. <laughs> That's a big deal, bro. That's like a fucking Mexican luchador, bro. Like when you reveal somebody's mask, when you take you taking oh, that fucking bro. power, bro, the foie, the, all the things that make you strong. You, you will curse a legacy if you do that shit. <laughs> you were telling me earlier also another uh, side project that created a, that was created from the War Wrangler was your puree company, bro. Tell yeah. me about that because we have that product. Yeah. We're creating a beer with that and I had no idea. 
all roads lead to you and through you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, I mean, it's just fun. I mean, War Wrangler has always been about like uh, the hype shit. I have a lot of fun with it, fucking hyping it up. Uh, we do a lot of uh, hype shit, just heavily fruited shit. I mean, no, it's not what I drink every day, but I mean, it's popular right now. And I like, I want to help other breweries, like, you know, be there, be their person. I, I wanted to offer definitely a cheaper solution too to the West Coast. To, uh, you know, not that have shit to is be, expensive. Yeah. Yeah. To ship. Yeah. So I, I wanted to be a cheaper solution and offer good shit. Um, I mean, I'm, I can't say competitors names, but like, uh, our boxes uh, of fruit definitely offer like 10% more. Cause we don't have like, all how did you even start shit. this fucking thing? Like, is it a one man operation? Did you link up with the company? It started with uh, a sponsorship from a septic fruit puree. Uh huh. And, uh, once we worked a deal out and then they basically kind of let me set up shop as a, a central hub and, um, for or West coast hub for them. And yeah, like I, I trust them. It's amazing product we use. And then after that, I mean, where I, is that? We what's up that oh. you use it. Oh, Creative Creature Brewing Co. Right. So, so it's, it's one of, is that where it initially started or? Yeah. We've always used them. That's we've fucking awesome, them. dude. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, but that's the same thing too, is like, um, luckily things, right. We literally source the best. So it's not like there's like a contract saying that we have to stay with them, but you know, if we found something better, we would go with it. Um, but right now we, we genuinely believe like that's the best of the best. Right. I feel now. like people forget the, the, one of the main reasons that the San Diego craft beer scene is so fucking popular and everybody wants to be once upon a time, everybody was friendly. You know, it's like, ultimately you wanted to work together to get better and, and elevate the, the city and everything that we've done and just kind of take it to the next level and, and just be the pinnacle. And I feel like if, if we're not the pinnacle, we're definitely in the top tier of pinnacles for cities and craft beer in the U S people forget that that's why we started. So these kinds of like relationships that were birthed through once upon a time collaborating and then ultimately spurned you creating this label, creating this brand and, and pushing it on other, on other breweries. That's fucking awesome, bro. That's like relationship building. And, and you're just creating an opportunity from these things. Yeah, trying. <laughs> just I mean, try. dude, it's, it's true though. It's again, you took two of your passions, molded that into something, and then out of that came a shit ton more opportunity. You, you're comedic, you're brewing. Now all of a sudden you have a podcast. Now all of a sudden you're slanging your own purees. Like that's fucking dope. That is the epitome of being a hustler and creating for your own. And you and I had a really candid conversation about this, dog. Like. I called you about one Careful, thing. motherfucker. We were on the phone for like 40 minutes because we started talking about people <laughs> that just settle. They're all fucking depressed. They're all angry. Oh, I can't believe I have to go into work I can't today. do that shit, man. I, I can't be a fucking up. robot. Yeah. I, just, I just can't. I mean, yeah. It's like the multiple your projects. Passion, man. Yeah, the multiple projects. You're a creative have- creature, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? There's just, there's so much. And there's more shit, too, in the works. Um, I know with- Let uh, us in. Oh, oh, he will. Let us in. That's, that's it. Uh, do he, we do we tell them? Do we tell them? Caesar, our, our new project. We yeah, might as well. Okay, yeah. So we're we're changing the game. I'm just I'll put it this way: we're just changing the game for trivia nights. All you lame motherfuckers doing Lames. trivia, I'm coming for that ass. Nice. <laughs> tell me about the trivia nights. Honestly, I mean that's something we've never done here at the brewery. You know, we're, I feel like we're a different animal this down is here. Brand new. This yeah, is gonna be a whole seeing, new like, way. We've been seeing and, and look, it's a little bit of a mixture of both because we both came from sales backgrounds as well, where you yeah. do all these events and it's. Keep the glass, meet the brewer, get stickers, get koozies. And, you know, when you've been doing that shit for five, six, can I, seven, can I eight pause years. Really quick and pee? No. No? Yes. No, I mean, <laughs> I hope you washed your hands, you stinky fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. So, at a certain point, like, you do all these. Definitely. Events. You just fucking said, fuck it. You just jump right back in. I'm a professional, dog. Allegedly. Dale, dale. Dale, So, you know, between like what he said, like, you look at all these trivia nights going on everywhere. You look at all these events that you do in the industry. We thought, all right, there's got to be something more to it. So, we started throwing around the idea of doing like, a Wart Wrangler presents comedy slash trivia night. That oh, we're cool, man. Hosting yeah, yeah, yeah. And part of it's going to be like actual trivia so that people don't come in and expect like a professional setting and get bit upset. But most of it's going to be like, hey, man, it's we're like a here. mix of comedy, trivia, but also gambling. Ooh, tell yeah. me more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, you just, it, the show is unpredictable. You don't know when we're serious and when we're not. That's, yeah. the, that's kind we of We get asked thing. a question as simple as like, hey, man, so where did the IPA originate? 
And you, oh, well, you know. Yeah, everybody was, will give their answers, turn them like, in. Actually, it turns out it was a home no brewer one. from North Park that tells you his beer was the best. There it is. <laughs> oh, no, I was, I would, yeah, it just would be more like, yeah, like, you know, well, the answer we were looking for was nobody gives a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ding, ding. Yeah. No, man, we were, we, right now that you came back from taking a pee, we were talking about like the, the, the growth of Wart Wrangler, like where it was, where it is, but what happened in between? Like, how is that, bro, going from, like, you know, a disgruntled employee, yeah. a fucking a, a, a stand-up comic, just, like, comedians as a whole usually are tortured souls. Yeah. You know, you, oh, you yeah. come from a background that's like, oh, fuck, all right, I want to just, you know, I need, I need my outlet. I need, and it's therapy, you know, people have different outlets of therapy. Yeah. Yours is probably comedic shit. Yeah. Ours is, like, just talking shit. You know, like, we all deal with shit differently. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you've obviously gone bigger. You've obviously blown up. How did you handle that? How did you handle going from, like, you know, just being a disgruntled employee to all of a sudden being like a legit influencer, bro. I mean, and what did your I loved would, ones that deal with, that live with you deal with that? <laughs> I wouldn't say influencer, but shut the fuck <laughs> up, bro. You're trying to sell me pre motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. <laughs> oh man. Jingle juice free puree.com. Step up for your game. Uh, no, uh, anyways, no, I think um, at first, um, I didn't give a shit. I think we, I, it just started blowing up more and like there was some heat about it and I kind of was like mellow about it, but then, um, it led to other opportunities that I can't really speak about outside completely, even of the beer industry. And that led to other opportunities. And I went through a moment in my life where that shit, um, got to my head and yeah. that, that brought me to a dark fucking time. Um, I would say it was right around, it was about... I don't know, maybe like two years ish ago, maybe no, maybe a year and a half ago. Cause it was, I remember there was like this weird, cool time where I was fixing myself and really working on myself. And that's when, and then after that COVID happened, but yeah, no, long story short, um, Wart Wrangler brought me some really fucking cool opportunities, uh, even outside of the beer industry. And there was one of them that just got to my head. And like I said, that really, uh, that that just threw me off my off my center. I, I wasn't ready for it, and I ended up being acting the fool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then that really caused me to reevaluate what's important in my life, what to what to do, um, and uh, like you know what I care about. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, this industry is like that. I mean, people want to be in this industry. People want to be a part of what you know the. The, the, the whole scene is about, you know, I want to be like a brewer. Motherfuckers realize like being a brewer is you're, you're a janitor, yeah. you know, you, you work hard, you, you, you make sure that you're heating water, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you're, you're, you're just throwing in hops and making sure you're making beer, but you're making oatmeal and it's, a, it's a tedious job. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not yeah, glorious. I, I glorious. think it's like, yeah. and that's another thing too, with War Wrangler, the part, like the purpose of like comedy, War Wrangler, all this stuff. I just want to remind everybody, we're all fucking scumbags. Yeah. We're like, that's it. Like we're, we're bottom of the barrel. And I think the sooner you realize, like, sure. Yeah. We have value to ourselves. Like oh, I'm a father. Oh, I'm a loving brother. All this stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is those things. But scumbag. at the end of the day, still a fucking scumbag. You're still going to hit the, no, I don't want to don't even out my total so I can donate to the, to the special. Olympics. <laughs> like, you know, damn what I mean? homie, we, we hit a dollar. <laughs> we, we, up, we always do that. No, shit. Fuck damn, that you know what? Cause we you're just, all you're doing is donating on behalf of Vaughn. So then Vaughn's gets to write off a big, you know, thing on their taxes. I'll donate directly. I won't okay. donate. No, you oh, won't, motherfucker. Because <laughs> you know who's looking for donations right now is the Emo Brown Foundation. Yeah, big dick swinger. Yeah. Why don't you fucking come and join our Patreon so you can be part of the scholarship yeah. foundation? Yeah. And we're not going to write it off. Oh, we're putting brown kids through school now? That's Hell cool. yeah, bro. Uh, Shit. We're, we're giving them Damn. guidance. We're not just putting We're providing school. mentorship. Can you imagine? Damn. Us providing mentorship to people, yeah. bro. You know what? I, I will say, like, as much shit as he's talking right now, Antonio should give himself some credit because that dark place he went through that he talked about, he used his platform to help that because he had two episodes where they literally did nothing but discuss the mental health issues that plague us in this industry. Yeah. There are lots. Yeah. There man. are lots. Remember, yeah. we're dealing vices. Yeah. We deal in an industry that, you know, in a way, Pushes you towards that vice. Absolutely, do it for the brand. And you know, do it for the beer. company. You know, it's, it's, it's everything. everything in this industry. It's everything. And, you know, and he took it as far as to not only have people on to share their experiences, email, call in about their experiences. He went and got an actual professional license 
yeah, he didn't yeah. want he didn't yeah he didn't want to be called a therapist the addiction specialist slash doctor that came on to give guidance and give advice for it so kudos to you man like that takes a lot to fucking take your platform and say all right man we're having fun this is providing me opportunities but also I want to do some fucking good for the people that don't know what yeah. it's really like. Like it's it's not all sunshine and lollipops. Like ever was. It's all it's all fucked up. Like the, the reality of it is, uh, we're all a bunch of like jacked up. Like I said, scumbags. At the end of the day, we all got our own things. Yep. Uh, just like Caesar, I know he doesn't hit the extra dollar for the Special Olympics. Lies. I'll show I, you my receipt, dog. Oh. <laughs> I rounded up earlier today, dog. It says OnlyFans, and then on the bottom, yeah. two dollars donated. Yeah, so guess what, man? <laughs> like I said, I, about to I donate direct. I donate curtains. direct. I don't donate on behalf of. Vons. <laughs> but um anyways no i mean like we're, we're he, hate Vons, he hates bonds all right that's cool no i shop there all the time though but i'm, I'm of course it's a hipster thing to do in north oh, well, where else are you gonna go bro? Oh, no, no, no. you go to barons you go to barons okay. yeah, you know, you go to, yeah, it's uh, pronounced barons in north park <laughs> but uh the reality of it is like we're all what i've learned about being in the beer industry and being in the overall food and beverage industry like you know being in kitchens being in brew houses there's a lot of degenerates you you meet. You a lot of people have been in some crazy times in Agreed. their life. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I'm I'm one of them. I'm I'm this this fucking dirty fucking kid from from Riverside. Like, dude, my mom died of an opiate overdose. Like, you know, this isn't a cute little fun background of oh, like you know, mommy daddy loved me and all this stuff. And I'm open with that shit. I'm open with, um, you know, like I don't have the best relationship with my father. I don't have, I, but that's the fun. That's where all the comedy comes. That's where yeah. all like this cool shit happens. And, um, yeah, the, uh, you know, like the whole thing with, um, with, with like beer industry and all that stuff. And you know, all this people seeing chefs and everything, they don't understand. Like most of the time, like when you're, when you're going in, when you're in those back rooms, like it's not a pretty sight. And there's a lot of people going through some dark shit in their life. And like, that's, but that's why I love the industry though. Like that's what really brought me to the beer industry. There's so many people that um, are going through shit. I feel it's one of those um, curtains that you don't want to pull it back on people. You know, it, it's there, you know, I, I can list you off. A dozen people I know battling dramas right now that, you know, and it's, and it's sad, yeah. you know, cause this industry, all of the industry, the service food industry, all the service industry, it caters to feeding into those things. You know, it doesn't really do anything to steer you away from it and getting help and anything. I feel like it, it's people like you, like Caesar, like us that kind of reach out and be like, Hey bro, like I see you spiraling. Like, I see yeah. you going down like a, a downward trend. Like, what's up? What can we do to help you? Yeah. Nobody else in this industry is really going to do that, bro. Nah. If anything, it's like, here, have a beer. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. Fuck, you, you want to get high? You know, like, it's like shit like that. And it, and that's horrible. Bro, you, you know? look sad. Let's party. Yeah. And it's like, eh, yeah, the problem's going to be there in the morning. It's probably going to be worse. Yeah. Because everywhere you go in this industry, man, like, you know, for better or worse, you know, and we take advantage of it in the right way sometimes and in the wrong way sometimes, like, you can walk into your accounts, your fellow partnerships and breweries, and someone's going to give you free beers, free drinks. And it's like, it's easy to go down that spiral, like you said. Yeah. So, yeah, it takes a real motherfucker to tell you. Pull you by your arm and be like, yeah, papa, yeah. chill out, bro. Chill the fuck we see out. you fucking throwing everything away. It's time yep. for you to step and it up. Fortunate to have people like that. And, you know, not everybody does. And that's, again, I give you so much credit because I think that opened up a lot of fucking people's eyes when you did that. Yeah, I mean, like, and the same thing too. It's like, like the jokes and everything. At the end of the day, I just like it, it is. It's 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 all it's all fucked up. It's one fucked up shit sandwich, and we're all here to eat it. We're all we're all in it. And like, uh, yeah. So I, I'm just the more transparent, the more open I am. I think that's just the better shit's worked out for me. I feel like come, yeah. th there comes a moment, like a moment of truth, of self reflection, you know. And, and you obviously have hit it. I know Caesar said. I know I've hit it, you know. And for me, at least, I I, I use the foundation as something that I feel, okay, good. I can use this as, as, as my platform to fucking do good. I want to do something that makes me feel good. Yeah. Cause sometimes I get lost in the fields where it's like, dude, I operate a brewery and operate a bar. Like my profession is getting people drunk. Yeah. You know, my, my profession is like feeding into people's vices, you know? And like, I, I'm like, fuck, that's fucked up, you know? But yeah. it's like, all right, well with this, then we've got to do something good. You know, yeah. I've got, you got a lot of shit to work on with yourself. I got a shit ton of shit to work on on myself. You've got a lot. So we all like are in the same boat. We're all Mexican. Yeah. And I was talking to homie Ed Rodriguez. He was on the podcast. It's like, we are, we come from a background where it's like taboo almost to talk about this shit, bro. It's like, oh, you know what? Relájate, mijo, no pasa nada. You're going to be all right. You know, yeah. like eat this, drink that, do this, do that. 
But it's like, I feel like if we were encouraged to talk about these things more, maybe it wouldn't spiral out of control at a rapid pace and ultimately be like, fuck, dog. Yeah, I mean, I've talked about it before. Like yeah. the, the generational influence prior to me, like I didn't start drinking till I was 20 because I grew up in a family of alcoholics. Still, still to this day, I don't like getting shots because I've watched heroin addicts in my in my family and they're still around. I mean, I have... One of them floating around in Mexico. He goes in and out of homes, in and out of care. We don't know what's really happening with him. I have another, my godfather, who's same thing. He's been either a heroin addict or a cocaine addict or an alcoholic. You know, I have another uncle that we're just about to put into rehab. So it's like you see those generational things come down the pipeline and you're like, holy shit, how do I put an end to it? And, you know, it's unfortunate that I wasn't able to put an end to it, but. I will say when I caught mine and I nipped it in the bud and I said, all right, you're like, I'm not going to let this take over my whole life and be 40, 50, 60 like these cats are and fucking, you know, lost contact with your family, be outcast. You know, I'm going to fix that shit. And luckily, it's hard to stop when it's, when it's happening. Yeah. You know, you, you, I see, I see homies sometimes that they're going through it and you're like, bro, Yahweh. Yeah. And you, you can't stop them because they're, 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 they're headstrong about it. I'm going to do that. And it's like, bro, you're going to fuck everything up. Like stop. I I went to an, I went to an outpatient facility when, when my addiction was at its worst and, you know, I got treated with Suboxone and, um, it was a reality check that I couldn't do it on my own. And, you know, even though I'm coming up on five years of sobriety now from my opiate addiction, I've struggled with it pretty much daily. It's, 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 it's an internal struggle to think of like, I can't, I, I still haven't even taken over the counter medication yeah. even through my Baby second. Steps. Yeah. yeah. Even, because it, it, that might be enough just to trigger me. Even if I just take a fucking aspirin or a NyQuil, if it's not in liquid Dude, do we form, do anything around you that fucking almost triggers you? No, or? not watching people do it is what fucks me. It's having it in my hand. Like if you were to say, <laughs> would you tell us like if, oh, yeah, the, like yeah, if you had absolutely. homies around doing some shit and be like, Hey bro, real talk. Absolutely. Yeah. Feeling a little uncomfortable being around that. Absolutely. Yeah, like, good. But, I'm happy. But, yeah. But, yeah, again, it's the pills that trigger me, man. It's the thought of like, oh shit, man, like that's dope. I can have two of them, but you know, if not, I'll have four. If not, I'll have six. And then you, then you go down that spiral. So it's, it's tough, man. Like addiction is not an easy thing. And every recovering addict will tell you it's not, it doesn't matter how long you've been in it. It's always going to be a fucking battle you're fighting. Whether or not it's daily, it's always a fucking battle you're fighting. Yeah, it's definitely... It's it's definitely a motherfucker, especially yep. something like that. Opiates, all that. That's what, that's what took my mom and stuff like that. I was thinking too, like how fucked up would it be for some guy to come up to you, and go, yeah, man, I used to be addicted to salt. <laughs> I can feel, my, I can, un- I can empathize. <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> can you imagine that? Just some. Well, you guy? can't say that here. There's salt fields, like you know. No, <laughs> yeah, but the like, South Bay salt um, fields. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, being in these dark places, like, uh, yeah, it's not all sunshine and lollipops. Like I, like me, I never had an addiction issue. Like seeing my mom had that, like, I, I feel like I'm the complete opposite. It's really hard for me uh, other than like, you know, like, uh, fucking just your classic vices. Like you love shitty to, tacos. Yeah. Shitty tacos. <laughs> Go ahead. Hot Cheetos, Oof, all that shit. Tell me more. You know, the classic. <laughs> but I mean, like my, my shit, I think was like, was eye opening for me is like dealing with all my health shit. For those of that don't know, I yeah. mean, I have a uh, rare kidney disease that I'm in remission for right now. Yep. Um, knock on wood. <laughs> Steve-o. Yeah. yeah. Still, still the in remission. Knockers. Um, but I have a, a lot of weird autoimmune stuff. So I've been in these weird situations that a lot of people uh, haven't been in yet. Like when I was first getting diagnosed, not, not knowing what the fuck that was going on with me and being hospitalized for a while. Um, and uh, I think what the, one of the, just what just rem- uh, going through or talking about all this like real shit and human shit. Uh, the most human moment I ever had in my life, I think was I was uh, getting diagnosed still. And they brought me down to this center to take uh, x-rays, which happened to be the same area where there was, cause I've been through the chemo center. I've gotten, I've, I've done uh, rounds there. And one thing was, it was a really humanizing moment was there was a, somebody who obviously was in treatment. She had all her hair loss. She was, but she was about my age. I could see in her face. And, um, at the moment I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what I was diagnosed with yet. And she, they pulled us both of our beds and they just kind of like, just pushed us against the wall, let, like left us there for a second. And we looked at each other and just, we didn't have to say anything. We just smiled. And it was like that same fucking, it was this feeling of that, the, what the smile both told each other was like, 
you're in this shit too. Yeah. We're in this shit together. Yeah. And like, it, but it was a weird. Was it a comforting feeling? It was a comfort slash. It was the most uh, beautiful. It was raw feeling. Yeah. It was like ugly and beautiful at the same time. It was like, this is fucking, oh my God, we're here. But like, it's like, but I'm here with you. And yeah. it was, it was yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. And then from there, man, I mean, yeah. Cause I, I, they've done some experimental stuff with me just cause I have like a rare condition. So I've been in the, in the hospital, like, you know, doing like in the chemo center. So you get to see people going through full blown cancer, like treatments like me, it's just, they're just trying to tackle something early of mine, but I'm still side by side with them. So, but then you see these people like ring the bell, like that's their last cancer treatment. And then you see them or some people in their first fucking few rounds of chemo and like it, you just uh it's this whole other level of that's two different human. sets of yeah. emotions like yeah. one coming in one going out yeah so you see some stuff and like that's the shit that i think all contributes at the end of the day to like so what if i clown on your brewery shut the fuck yeah up. get like, off your stop, fucking pedestal yeah. chill out stop crying you know like it, it's all fun i only say things in good time and good fun like i you know there, there's influencers in the past have gotten pissed off at me and stuff like that but i've you know like you can't say any like all these accusations uh, you know whatever whatever it is people want to think that i am I'm, I'm not i i know at the end of the day uh i'm just a dude that wants to make everybody laugh and and to just stop taking life so seriously I'm a fan, bro. I'm a friend. <laughs> we, I feel like, obviously, we do this. Epi- we do these episodes, and sometimes we don't know who's coming in. Like, and, and I don't know their story. Yeah. You, you knew Antonio, and, and you knew his story. I didn't, man. Yep. Like the first onion layer was, oh fuck yeah, Wart Wrangler. I know <laughs> what it is. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh fuck, a comedian. <laughs> fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, he's Mexican. And then you know, like then we just start kind of peeling shit back, and I'm like, oh wow. Yeah. Like now, I'm, I'm a fucking fan of, of Antonio. Like obviously, oh, I like the other man. shit that you're involved in. That's awesome. I tip my cap to all of the opportunities that have not only come to you, but you've taken advantage of. Yeah. Like there's a lot of shit that people are like, oh, there it is. But if you don't touch it, grab it and make it, you know, useful and take advantage of it, it's and just something that's gone through the wayside, bro. You have done that and taken it to the next level. Yeah, man. And you're, then you you're started, a fool. You think someone's going to do it for you. Yeah, no. Oh, you in a room with motherfuckers and no, nobody's going to do shit for us. <laughs> yeah. you know? we, got, we pick it up and do it for ourselves. But- then you kept peeling and you should, did you know you, uh, you, you shed a little light? I don't know much about you because I didn't know who you were. I just knew the fucking persona. Yeah. No, now I'm an I, Antonio fan. <laughs> no, honestly, man. man. No, I hell mean, yeah. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate, you know, you just like little shit like this. Like my mind is very, I'm a very emotional person, but I don't show it, but I'm very, I'm super emotional. Bitch, and, I see you crying. Relax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, just from, you know, you letting me just sit here, hang out with you. It, it honestly means a lot because people with me, it's like my value immediately myself. Like I have to make room laugh. I have to make room laugh. Like, like hanging out with you guys today. Like I felt like I feel at ease. I feel like, okay, I don't have to be, I don't have to put on an act for them. I can just right. yeah. hang out, chill. And like, that's what, that's what this spot. Um, I apologize for everybody. I promise I'm a lot funnier on stage. This has just been a really cool, <laughs> talkative, fun Bro, I feel like if we were X-Men, that would be our secret power. We have the power of making everyone feel like relaxed and feeling relaxed, comfortable around yeah. us, bro. Um, I mean, because that's, that's how I was. Like, no. What's that? Lozano told you the same thing. Yeah, like, I mean, you, you bring I think I have a friendly face. face. <laughs> no, I just, I, I honestly, man, like when, when, when I'm talking to somebody, when we're chat- chit-chatting back and forth, I remove all the bullshit. You know, like, yeah, I, yeah. I know what you're about. I know who you are in every persona. You know why I'm, it's like, okay, cool, but what, who are you? Yeah. Like, where are you from? You know, like, yeah. well, tell me about your upbringing. Like, what led you to do these things? Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, we slowly peel it back and there you are. Yeah, that's that's what, um, you know, just, just yeah, doing doing all this and... Like I said, it's just refresh. Like for me, like uh, I don't know, a couple of days ago, I, I went to dinner with my lady and her coworkers, and I just felt like I had to be, I had to give them. I the, feel you. Yeah, give them the stage, the the stage time, and you know, like they all laugh and had it's a great overwhelming. time. It's yeah, very exactly. overwhelming, bro. They, you they can't enjoy a, yourself. They had a great time, exactly. Yeah. And then afterwards, I was like exhausted. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. like I just, I felt like I just got off stage for like being on stage for a couple hours. We were at a dinner. It's like my fucking brother over here. We're living <laughs> the same fucking thing over here, bro. <laughs> Dude, yeah, man. I mean, it's just. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm beyond uh, grateful like for, for what I got, but I, I can't ever. Um, El triste payaso, dog. And, I mean, that's pretty much all it is. It's, it's always a sad clown. Yeah. You're a good example of from tragedy comes triumph because you've turned so many terrible things in your life into a positive and figured out how to make them an actual benefit. <laughs> from shit grows flowers. Yeah, man. Like you've taken, you know, like yeah. you know what you've been through with your mom, what you've been through with your health, yeah. what you've been through with your, your, your jobs. Like, and he's still the- going through it, bro. Yeah. I mean, that shit, it, 
just because one day you wake up and you're like, oh, cool, I'm cured. No, no I mean, uh, that's something you know, each one of us is going to carry with us for the rest of our lives. Whatever dramas we have, they don't just disappear. And you know, it's there. You're making people laugh. You're finding a way to use that to, to make you happy. And that says a lot about who you are because, you know, most people find the, you know, come into these encounters and they crumble yeah. and they succumb I, to them. And I have this like bad habit, of course, of like, Everybody usually is, uh, people that I meet along the way, they're like, fucking, this is so dope, dude. And I just, I always, I have this habit of like, nah, I'm a piece of shit, man. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> self-deprecating yeah. to make, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you looking at me, puto? <laughs> no, I pointed at myself. <laughs> I, I said, I'm a professional at that, dog. Yeah. I, just, I don't gives know. Me but, a, uh, sense uh, of comfort. Is that a Latino thing, you think? Latino, stop with that shit. Oh, that's a human Mexican. thing. <laughs> Mexican, Mexican, yeah. Mexican. You Latinxer. I met a funny guy. Tell me a joke. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Make me laugh. Entertain me, motherfucker. For the stage. For the stage. Oh. I can't burn bits. I can't burn oh, bits. Speaking of which, I man, I can't wait. Dude, tell us a little bit more again. So, July seventeenth. July seventeenth. Uh, Emboldened Beer Co. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, it's it's like what's emboldened? Like Miramar. Yeah, area? it's Miramar. Yeah, yeah, Miramar. That's, that's Miramar. Yeah, yeah. North of the so, fifty-four. Yep. I don't know what goes yeah. on over there. He, he, he thinks that's Texas. Yeah, might as well yeah. be, bro. Uh, and Bold and Beer Co. It's um, bringing the heat with the comics. It's a show that I host. Uh, you'll see me. You'll see me uh, throwing in some some fun stuff there. Um, but I'm 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 getting at it. I'm getting back on the stage. I'm getting back doing sets. Bueno. And um, I, um, I I honestly though I just want to fucking make a really good time uh july 17th so july 17th i'm bringing the comics after well before that we're doing a beer pong tournament which i'm actually even having more comic friends be sports announcers so if you're not ready to be put on the spot being a part of that beer tournament stay uh, the fuck home yeah stay home yeah if you're gonna cry if you're gonna get mad for whatever you know if, if, if you're easily offended just just stay the fuck home stay the stay fuck home. the fuck yeah home. We're, we're, we're here to party we're here to party we're here to laugh nobody's here to hurt anybody's feelings nobody and if it happens fuck it that's what <laughs> Isn't that what I'm excited because this week you're going to announce your headliners and I don't yeah. think Polo are, Polo. Yeah, yeah. No, not Polo Polo. People yeah, aren't ready for the heat he's bringing. Yeah. And it's, we have we have big headliners coming in. And after the, because of obviously uh, it's beer pong tournament or water pong legally, I have to say. Water pong. Why? What, what? 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 Yeah, I don't think you can say beer pong because ABC doesn't like that. I can't say bong. I can't say what? No, 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 that part was okay. Yeah, yeah the water, I have to say uh, water pipe. We're all high, right? Yeah. No, but, <laughs> no, no, not, not yeah. we're all. I didn't know you can't say beer pong. I, I, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. I guess you're not supposed to. But yeah, this is water pong. And then after that, we're doing the comedy show. And after that, we're doing the roast. So the ro- we're, we're announcing the- Where can we uh, get tickets? Uh, it's going to be wartwrangler.com. Bro, I encourage everybody listening to us. Fucking follow Wart Wrangler, dude. This dude is on point. Everything he's yep. doing, everything he's told us today- I'm a big fan of now. Yeah. Fuck, dog. It's Can gonna, I buy a shirt? It's gonna be fun. Can I take the one you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> the one that says I am the Wart Wrangler? I don't think people are going to believe you, dog. Yeah. No, man, that is awesome. Thank you for fucking coming in here and sharing your story. Um, let's end it on a serious note. Least favorite brewer in San Diego. <laughs> oh, we're doing that. We're doing oh, that. Least favorite brewery in San Diego. Um, I already made fun of them, though. Black market, you said. No, they're already closed. They're not San Diego. They're Temecula. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. trying to be San Diego. Aren't they here by SDSU? Yeah, they try to join. Apparently, Temecula breweries try to join San Diego Guild, and like San Diego's like, nah, you guys are IE trash. Damn. <laughs> what, well, apparently, from what I hear. But uh, I love favorite brewery. Um, well, I was gonna, I was gonna say least favorite brewery, but okay. they already closed. Uh, uh, it was, uh, I, got, I already made fun of them on a podcast. So we did a, we did a Halloween episode, right? Mm. And the Halloween special was Los Simpson style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was the brew house of horror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like legit. And what we did was, uh, we summoned uh, the spirit of a dead brewery. Oh no! <laughs> it was reckless brewing. Oh brewery. well, I mean, that's an easy out. <laughs> That's an easy out, man. What do you mean? Oh, the beer was bad. What about what about the favorite one then? Favorite one, Virgin. Dude, thank so, you, man. I appreciate. Hey, well, well done man. on the Virgin. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, honestly, like, I fucking. It hurts me to say it because I know he doesn't love me as much as I love him. Uh oh. North Park Brewing Co. Kelsey, if you're listening. 
I love you. Bro, he had a full-on conversation with you. Relax. Yeah, I, but I, I know deep down he doesn't love me as much as I love him. Well, there's that I mean, there it is, bro. <laughs> well, <laughs> you just told me you're Mexican without telling me you're Mexican. Thank you for doing that. Hey, Antonio, real shit, bro. That, that's Big it. fan, doggy. Oh, I appreciate I'm it. I'm a man. fucking huge fan. I'm. A, I'm we're going to throw as much support as our little fucking audience has. We're going to throw it all your way. We're doing a lot of big things on our side and we hope that we can link up and help each other, you know, oh, take it will. to the we next will. level. We're do some fun stuff. Dude, ultimately, yeah. that's what it's all about. For Emo Brown, we're, we're, we're just about taking each other to the yep. next level. We, yeah. we, we want to amplify what each one of us are yeah. doing. We all should be winning. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to all this stuff. So this is going to be, this is going to be a fun time. <laughs> Thanks for bringing them on, Caesar. I'm telling you, I delivered Damn, them. You did. You did. You did. You I, don't deliver, I don't deliver myself, but I deliver the guest. You know what? It makes up for the lackluster performance <laughs> today, bro. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, everybody, stay tuned. We got a lot of big news coming up. In the meantime, check out our Instagram, our fucking yeah. website, all of the things. Yeah. Los queremos un chingo. Hasta luego. I like you. That is a wrap for this episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Give us a shout out at Twitter. We're on there too. And at Facebook, for those of you who still use Facebook, we're on there as well. More importantly, give us a visit at emobrown.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, all of the merch. There's more merch coming as well as access to the Patreon Club. Join in the Emo Brown Social Club. Don't be a stranger. Pop on in there. Join. Submit. Follow. Follow pelo. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Big things are coming. See you